and welcome back to another episode of Hot Mess Podcast. I'm your host, Matilda Johnson, and today we are recapping all the messy things that have already happened this year because it is only the start of February, and this year's kind of been a bit crazy. I was right. In the first episode that I produced this year, I said something along the lines of, this year is giving unhinged, and I was correct. Call me an oracle. I was correct. And so I think after every month, I'm going to do a quick wrap-up in unhinged moments of that month, and we can discuss. Starting off, Gypsy Rose Blanchard has been released from prison, and I think the trajectory and watching this unfold has actually been a bit wild, watching her go from being a prison inmate to being released and immediately becoming a social media star. It's actually kind of crazy when you consider the fact that she lived such a sheltered life before her case occurred and before she landed in prison and stuff. And then she's pretty much lived her entire life shut off from the outside world and like aspects of social media. And now she's literally a social media star. Like she is huge. She's everywhere. And I just don't know how much that would, like how would that work with your psyche? Like I think it'd be crazy from being like not knowing what's going on in the pop culture world to suddenly being pop culture. I can't quite imagine how that would feel. And some of the quotes we're receiving, like, oh, not to mention, like, the comments on her husband's Instagram. Let's not forget the D is fire. Like, there's so much. And I just really hope as well that she is surrounded by people who do have her best interests at heart because it's also kind of one of those things where it's like, this is going to be monopolized on and people are going to be like, well, people love you right now, so let's get that bank. But... I'm concerned for her at the same time. But at the same time, it's amazing how quick of a turnaround it she's also had on social media from people being like, look at her, she's a star, we love that she's been released, hashtag justice for Gypsy, to being like, are we forgetting that she murdered somebody or was an accomplice to murder? You know, I think that turnaround also happened very quickly. And it's amazing how quickly people can change up their perspectives on social media. And again, because she hasn't been in this world prior, it makes me wonder, like, how will she handle that? So I'm concerned. I have been working on my impersonation of her. Um, I'm not going to do it right now, but it's in the works. Aliens were spotted in Miami. I feel like this is one that I really glazed over. But also there are people who are like, were aliens spotted or is the government, of course, conspiracy theory being like, is the government saying that aliens were spotted in Miami to distract us from something else that's happening? But no, people truly believe that aliens were spotted in Miami. And I feel like that is something that we were just like, yeah, whatever about, because it's like, I think people are also at the point where they're like, oh yeah, aliens probably exist. There's probably aliens in Area 51. Like people kind of just don't care anymore. You know, I feel like it's like, yeah, we've been waiting for this moment. Oh, it's happened. Okay, cool. Next. What about that time that there was a plane without a door? Can you imagine that happening? That's actually one of my biggest fears. I quite like flying. I 
I actually, I don't know why I really like catching airplanes overseas and stuff, but, and it doesn't matter how long the flight is. I just really like flying and I sit in economy. So like, I've, I'm short. I don't mind about the leg room, obviously, but having the door come off is terrifying. Even like a little bit of, I was about to say reverb. What am I thinking? Well, I clearly haven't caught a plane in ages, but you know, when like the plane shakes, why can't I think of what that's called? This is embarrassing. Anyway, you know, like that scares me. But imagine having the whole door come off and just like having to chill out and put a mask on your face. I cannot think of anything worse. No, actually, well, there are things that are worse, but you know what I mean? Like, I do not want to think of myself in that situation. I would probably have a heart attack. Speaking of planes, people think that they found Amelia Earhart's plane in the Pacific Ocean. This we definitely did not see in the media enough because I care about this story. It's been 87 years since Amelia Earhart went missing and suddenly people think they found their plane that she and Fred Noonan went missing on. Like, how was I so unaware of this? You know, this should have been covered in the media so much more. And since finding out this has happened, I've done so much research into it. Like, so basically, there was a team of people who did, like, sonar imaging and then spent three months combing 13,000 square kilometers of the ocean floor in, like, submersive crafts and found, like, and using sonar imaging, found something resting, like, 5,000 meters below the surface. And so now I'm like... Are we going to try to get the plane out or are we just going to like leave it there? Are we going to send submarines down to like actually try to see it? What's going to happen? I'm so invested. And what's even crazier is that the plane was only found 160 kilometers west of Howland Island, which really isn't far off the coast of an island when you really think about it. So it's actually wild that it's taken us this long to find it. Okay, this is something I've been thinking about a lot recently, and I'm so scared about the reaction I'm going to get from people for saying this, but I think we are glazing over the topic of Ariana's song Yes and way too much, and for me, this is a big part of pop culture currently, and especially for the start of this year. I know there's a lot of diehard Ariana Grande fans that will probably fight me to the death on this, and I understand. But, like, I think Yes And is a song that was put out there to be pitched as what could have been one of the best singles of her career. And I think the backlash from it is very interesting to witness because of the context of her personal life and what the song really means. I think Yes And, <laughs> lol, um, obviously it's got good points about the media talking about her body and other things in her life that it's unnecessary to discuss or like hurtful for any individual to have the spotlight on them so harshly for. However, the comments on her sex life and stuff in the song, I'm kind of like, look, this was made public knowledge. It didn't have to be, but when you're in the public either way you are and you're publicly dating somebody then we're going to know about what's going on. And also musicians quite often write songs about ex-partners and stuff like that as well. So it's not like we haven't heard about previous love interests of hers and her throwing shade on them. So it's kind of like, well, Uno reverse much? I was surprised that 350,000 people unfollowed her on Instagram amidst the controversy of all of this because I wasn't quite expecting it to be that large. But I just think the topic of the song 
is a bit poor timing considering how new the news of her dating Ethan Slater still kind of seems to be. Especially knowing what has been put out into the media from Ethan Slater's ex-wife, who he had been with since high school and had a baby with, knowing that she put out a statement saying Ariana Grande is not a girl's girl and she had been at their house when they were still married and held their baby, you know, like it seems like knowing what we know because of those statements, it's kind of like, I don't think a song like this is going to defend you at all. Especially, like, this is the lyric I can't really get past, which I'm kind of like, ugh. Like, it's just a bit crass, given the subject matter, saying, your business is yours and mine is mine. Why do you care so much whose dick I ride? Uh, maybe it's because, like, you were holding his baby with his wife, like, a couple of months ago. Like, yeah, I care about that. And I know, like, a lot of other people in the public care about that because it's kind of like a, well, we look up to you, and if that were to happen to us, how would we feel, you know? And again, knowing what we know now about, like, her current relationship with Ethan Slater and also how she's previously been the other woman, quote-unquote, in other relationships such as her with, was it Big Sean and Naya Rivera and other relationships... Like, she's even got a song called Break Up With Your Girlfriend. And it's just kind of, like, glorifying the idea of being the other woman. And, look, I, I'm, I've had this discussion with people I know who are kind of like, I think the song is a banger. I don't think she deserves all the hate for it. That's totally fine. I think why I think so strongly about it, and I'm, like, not embarrassed to discuss this on here because it's something I've discussed previously but I've been in the situation before where somebody has tried to make me the other woman without my knowledge like I didn't know that they were in a relationship and it's made me uncomfortable and like of course once I realized that that was the case I backed out and was like absolutely not I do not want any involvement in ruining somebody else's relationship and or, like, I've also been in the situation where I thought I was getting cheated on. And knowing how that felt as well, it's just kind of like, why would we want to put somebody on a pedestal for glorifying being that person that chooses to do that and knows as well? Like, it's one thing to be the other woman or the other man in somebody's relationship, but it's another thing to know that you're doing it and not seem to care at all. I think it's just like morally corrupt. So anyway, as you can probably tell, that piece of pop culture news really got me going this year. Of course, the Oscar nom snubs, which we did discuss last week, I won't go through it all again um, because there's so much to cover with that and the Oscars still haven't happened yet, but... We witnessed what we witnessed, and I'm sure that this award ceremony is going to be very interesting. I think we're going to get a lot of interesting media to come out of it. I don't even like discussing this because I think it's disgusting. Joe Coy's performance or attempt at hosting the Golden Globes. So much was wrong with this. I hated his, like, almost, like, trying to justify why it was a bad performance and saying like oh I only had 10 days to do it or like there were multiple writers like the people who were laughing at the jokes like those jokes were actually the ones I wrote like shut up 
literally shut up. Every single joke that he made had a misogynistic undertone. Nobody in the room was impressed. Like, everyone was cringing. And also, at the end of the day, like, the people being like, oh, people are mad because he's making jokes about the Barbie movie and Taylor Swift. Mm, Well, yeah, that's only part of it. But also, like, the jokes just weren't funny. And I know he's a comedian, so I'm just kind of like, do better. Like, actually just give us some funny content. And what I think was hilarious was... I think, was it the Critics' Choice Awards? I'm not sure which award ceremony came after. And Joe Coy's ex, Chelsea Handler, hosted that show. And her jokes were funny. So, I don't know. I'm not telling a comedian, like, how to do their job, but also just, like, don't be shit. And just, like, come up with better content. Because Or also, like, just read The Room as well. And there were so many people who were like, oh... People just don't know how to have a laugh anymore. But that's what I'm saying. People do know how to have a laugh, but, like, actually just give us some, like, funny content. No offense to this man, Koi Koi Joy. (laughs) Joe Koi is, like, I mean, actually, no offense. I did not know who this man was prior to this award ceremony. And, unfortunately, I know who he is now. But the unfortunate thing for him is that a majority of the people in the world will only know him for being this guy who did such a shit job at hosting. Something I thought was so wild in the news was seeing the guy... Oh, what was his name? Hold on. Let me look it up. Um... It was this guy who was up for attempted battery with substantial bodily harm who launched himself at a judge in the middle of the court. I think their name was Deobra Redden. They were 30 years old and they launched themselves at Judge Mary Kay Holthus in the middle of their court proceedings, which I think is also like the irony of them being up for attempted battery and substantial bodily harm. And then when the judge read out guilty. They then launched themselves at her. And now I think they're up for attempted murder as well for doing harm to not only the judge, but also the staff and security within that courtroom. And I think this whole story is wild because this person was only going to get 19 months to four years for their attempted battery charge. But now they're up for attempted murder. For leaping over the bench. Also, let's discuss how impressive that leap was. Because I think we overlooked that part of it. I remember seeing that video and being like, you know, like those judges' desks, they're high up. They're really high up. We should be looking at this man for the Olympics. But, like, making sure, you know, there's no violence involved. This is definitely one of my favorite news pieces of the year so far. Literally came out on like January 8th and it was about the tunnels that were being dug under synagogues in Brooklyn. Now I'm not going to go fully into the story because if I'm being totally honest I really struggle to pronounce Yiddish words and I don't want to sound like an absolute fool and disrespect the Jewish community by mispronouncing a lot of what is involved with this story. However, in short, there was a 60-foot tunnel found underneath the synagogue that had left two buildings unstable. And this was because of a three-decade-long saga. And basically, a group of anti-establishment yeshiva students from Shfat in Israel 
took control of the Shabad Lubavitch, I'm so sorry if I'm pronouncing this incorrectly, synagogue in Brooklyn and began digging tunnels underneath it to expand on the synagogue. And I highly recommend reading into this more because it's a three decade long saga, like I said, like there's so much history behind it and why they chose to do it. But what I find almost humorous is some of the police reports that were being filed at the time by people in the local area who must have actually sounded crazy because there were people calling the police saying, I live on the bottom floor of an apartment building. There is no basement in this building, but I can hear people speaking Yiddish in the floor underneath me. Like, I think there is a group of people like Jewish people trapped underground beneath me and they were so confused about what was going on and there was dozens of reports being made by people saying the same thing. I can hear people speaking Yiddish underneath my apartment and everyone was like, these people are insane. These people are actually just going crazy. But no, there actually was a bunch of Jewish people under their apartment speaking Yiddish and everyone just thought these people were crazy. But no, they proved them wrong. But imagine being that person. Like, I'd probably think I was going crazy too. Now, I think this topic is actually repulsive. And I think it's a really hard one to even talk about. Because I think it's... I think it's honestly really tragic and sad to know that, like, the universe is in this place where it's shit like this is still happening. And I'm talking about... The deep fakes made of Taylor Swift, the AI photos of her getting assaulted at NFL games. I think it is so disgusting that we're still living in an era where, I'm going to say it, there are men that are so upset about Taylor Swift's present at an NFL game to watch her boyfriend play that they are making fake photos of her getting harassed and assaulted just to like scare her. And to, I like, evoke an emotion in us. And it's disgusting. It's actually disgusting. Like, it's at the point now where Elon Musk had to remove Taylor Swift's name from the search engine so that people couldn't be looking up these photos because they were so disgusting. To the point where the White House had to step in and say something about it. Because... That's like people wanting to inflict a mental trauma on somebody. And these photos are very realistic. I unfortunately did see them before they were blocked on the internet. And not by my own will to see them. It came up on my feed. And it's disturbing. It's horrifying how real they are. And to know like Taylor Swift is just one of many celebrities this could happen to. And if it could happen to her, it could also happen to just everyday people to have an AI made of you in such a graphic way, I cannot imagine how terrifying that would be. And I think it's really disgusting that people even thought to do that in the first place. It's really repulsive. I want to know if it's real that Ben Shapiro is becoming a rapper. I mean, I hope he isn't, but... Can somebody confirm that for me? I just want to know. UMG has removed songs from TikTok, which is really sad because now a majority of my TikToks 
just don't have sound to them and it is really uncomfortable to watch. There are men trying to sue Madonna for starting her concert late. Boohoo, womp womp. The rap industry is in an absolute shambles right now and I'm just like I'm not even talking about Ben Shapiro. I'm talking about Megan the Stallion and Nicki Minaj. Megan the Stallion, I love you. I adore you. Nicki Minaj, I thought you just released a banger album. I thought it was probably going to be one of my most listened to albums this year. And then you decided to release Bigfoot or whatever the song title is. I refuse to listen to it. But I know enough about it to know that you're disgusting for having done this. To point out in a diss track, like to mention somebody's dead mother, how low do you have to go? to make that blow like that's disgusting and I know this all started like their feud has been around for a very very long time and it's much more than just like these two songs that have recently been released but basically in Hiss Megan the Stallion has a line about Megan's Law which is very clever but for those who don't know Megan's Law is the name of a federal law in the United States um, requiring law enforcement authorities to make informative available information regarding sex offenders like to make it known who sex offenders are and basically Nicki Minaj was all pissed about that because she's married to a sex offender and her brother is also a sex offender so she came out with a diss track basically blowing up Megan the Stallion and the song's called Bigfoot which is really like kind of messed up because Megan the Stallion was literally shot in the foot and it was a very traumatic experience for her to the point where she said she would have rather died than have to deal with being shot in the foot. Like, to make that low of a blow. And it's like, babes, Megan the Stallion might not have even been referring to you directly. She just said Megan's Law, which is about sex offenders. For you to take that much of an offense to it, maybe you should look at yourself. Look inwards and think... Hmm, is this because I know that my husband and my brother have done really fucked up things and I should be holding them more accountable for that? Hmm, hmm, maybe that's why. Everyone's so into lip reading right now, which I kind of respect, but like my idea of lip reading doesn't even make sense. The sentences I'm making from watching celebrities and trying to figure out what they're saying, it's, yeah, like, it's, I hope they're not saying the things I think they are. But are we talking about the Golden Globes? Yes, we are. With Timothy Chalamet and Kylie Jenner doing their PDAs. You know what? I kind of shift them. Like I said, Timothy is definitely going to be on an episode of the Kardashians this year. But everyone's in a shambles over the fact that it looked like Selena Gomez went to Taylor Swift and Kaylee Turner to... Is it Turner? Miles, oh, Kaylee Teller. Sorry. Forgot the last name, but to have a bit of a goss about whatever went down, and everyone was lip reading because obviously they looked very enthralled by whatever had happened, and they think that Kylie said that Selena couldn't get a photo with Timothy Chalamet, and it's all because Kylie's best friends with Hailey Bieber, who is married to Justin Bieber who used to date Selena Gomez, but Selena used to work with Timothy Chalamet, and so they're longtime friends, but as soon as Kylie's now dating Timothy, Selena can no longer hang out with Timothy because Kylie is Team Haley. It's so messy. Like, that is giving high school. If that's actually what happened, then 
ill. People discussing the fact that Stephen Hawking got an invite to Jeffrey Epstein's island. To be honest, this didn't shock me. I know why everyone else is shocked. Trust me, like, that did cross my mind too. I'm thinking the exact same things you are. But also, when you consider how many big, influential people were invited to that island, we cannot be shocked that Stephen Hawking was also there. Am I shocked by what was reportedly said by Stephen Hawking? Yes, absolutely. We don't want to talk about that. Actually, we do want to talk about that because we need to hold these people accountable, but it's disturbing. But that is a huge pop culture moment that I'm not ready to move past just yet. Um, I loved, was it Brooke Schofield and Tana Mojo who were like, did somebody hack his computer? Like, did he actually say this or was he hacked? Like, how did this happen? It's actually so disturbing. And a big one for me was Gunther Steiner being fired from Haas Racing by Gene Haas. Um, I think that's going to be a very interesting take. I cannot wait for Drive to Survive um, 2026 when that season will come out because we're still waiting on season six to come out this year. But so much drama has already happened in the Formula One world especially since the start of February. I cannot wait to recap that. But Gene Haas getting um, Gunther Steiner fired is the first of many scary things to come out of silly season this year. I'm nervous. I feel like it's just going to get worse and more terrifying. Um, but yeah, that's the wrap up for me. I hope you enjoyed this episode. There was a lot to dive into and still so much more to come like the amount that has already happened in February and this isn't even like it's the first week it's the first week still we're not even at Valentine's Day yet oh I'm exhausted I'm exhausted it's it's felt like a year already but we're going to do this every month because it dives more into conversations that we can continue to have but I hope you enjoyed this episode if you like the style of episode, let me know. Maybe we'll do a poll on what was your favorite or most interesting pop culture moment of January on Instagram. So you can follow us on Instagram at hotmess underscore podcast. You can also follow us, follow us on TikTok at hotmess underscore podcast. Next week is Valentine's week. And you know what that means? It is the episode that every one of you has been waiting for. It is time for our second date with Timmy Tim. I'm nervous. I'm excited though. We're going to have so much fun with it and I hope you guys enjoy it. I'm really looking forward to making that episode and I hope you guys are looking forward to listening to it. Anyways, gotta go. Love yous. Bye.